keep all hands, arms, heads, legs, heads inside the podcast at all times. And absolutely no flash photography because you're probably driving in a danger. Hello. Welcome back to that Park Life Podcast. We back. We, we back. We back. Yes. Sorry we were gone for a little while, guys, but we back. We back. Yes. So maybe we'll talk about that first. Just a big thank you to, to everyone for being a little patient with us as we took a week off. Had some family stuff to deal with. Nicole and I had to fly up to New York. Nicole's grandfather passed away, so we wanted to go up there and spend some time with family and whatnot mm-hmm. and, uh, and make sure we had some time to do that. So with that came, you know, having to skip a week of recording for this podcast, but you know how it is. We're back and we're ready to talk about some Disney stuff. Yes. And listen, it's been like two weeks since mm-hmm. we've chatted, so I have like kind of a few things to talk about because I've been busy out in the parks, as you may have seen on our Instagram account there with our uh, post on our story. And I do want to give a little tease for next week because Ooh. next week's episode will be a nice uh, 50th anniversary extravaganza episode. Extravaganza. Yes. <laughs> Looking back at some of the history and some things that, um, you know, put Disney on the map over here in Florida. So we're mm-hmm. excited to talk about some things that have changed along the way and whatnot and celebrating Disney's 50 years here yes. in, a, in Central Florida. So excited about that. And uh, we have the Mouselets coming up in a little bit, too, to talk about their stay, their recent stay here at, uh, at Disney. They did a, a little weekender trip here mm-hmm. that I'm excited to talk about. But um, I have a couple of things that I talked about now two weeks ago that I said I was going to talk about in our next episode. So that's coming. Um, I want to talk about Creation Shop, Club Cool is back, my time yeah. at Liberty Tree Tavern, all kinds of things. But let's rewind now to a second preview I was able to do for Remy's Ratatouille adventure over in Epcot. Mm -hmm. I talked about my first experience, but I want to talk about my second because you know how it is when you do a new attraction. You tend to be a little bit excited. You have like, you know, rose colored glasses on and I I wanted to see what it would be like to do it a second time. So shout out to Paul and Amanda and their adorable baby that I got to go with. And uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to take them as guests for DVC member preview. So they were, um, they were there for that. And it was cool to go with like, you know, I had done it for a first time, but it was mm-hmm. cool to do it with people who was there first time because it just reminds you to like examine things right in the area. Right. And I got to tell you, the second time in this area and the new France expansion, and uh, it's just as nice back there. It was, I'm going to say fully functional this time. So we okay. were able to take photos on like the right. first time I went. And it was all there. The quick service crepery was not open or the table service, but that's fine. That's probably going to open when the whole thing officially opens October 1st. But Honestly, the second time I was on this attraction, it was just as much fun for me. I spent a, like a little less time like trying to like see everything where I was right. able to like enjoy the ride right. this time, you know? And uh, there are plenty of small details in the queue that I will continue to recommend you check out while you're there. Even just the patterns and the walls and stuff like the wallpaper. I know it might sound silly, but like check oh, it out. Everything. There's plenty of Remy all over the place. Yeah. I feel like it's weird when you do go to those places in there. If, like you literally cannot find like an inch of something that has not been strategically done yes. especially with with newer attractions it's like oh we found a foot and we need to cover <laughs> it with something what can we put here <laughs> well this is like i mean it's like in star wars land right they're like oh i mean what do we got to do the ground well let's just add tracks from you know r2d2 and we'll just i mean it's just crazy how intricate everything is and i think that's the joy of it right because once yes. you do it you're not like yeah all right i did it. it's cool it's like no i need to redo it because there's a million things that i missed Yes. Like you you know that you can't do anything once a- anymore. It's just, it's just not that way. There's so much to look times. at. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, as we record this now, they are deciding to do some landscaping in the neighbor's yard. So I'm sorry if you hear a lawnmower blowing by. Nah. That's just that's the nature of like... Well, we're used to it now, Greg. <laughs> yes, it is what it I is. Honestly, I can't hear it, so you're good. Okay. 
I know I mentioned how like nice the Remy fountain is there in like the yeah. courtyard, but it's it's so nice. I took a bunch of like detailed photos. I'll I'll try to post it on our um, podcast account this week so you can see what I'm talking about. Yeah, does if the you water taste good? Seen it. Uh, no, it turns out did not drink the water. Did not rate the water, the water of that <laughs> fountain. Um, so yeah, overall, continue to recommend it. It's it's still a Disney dark ride, right? Mm-hmm. So I know like I and trying to like keep my perspective on this kind of level here is that well. It's still, you know, ultimately a ride for the whole family. There's no height restriction. Paul and Amanda brought their little baby on it, right? So, yeah. like, you're allowed to bring an infant on it. Their baby did well because that was – so that was one of the questions before we right. went on. They were like, is this good for a baby? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> but um, I don't have a baby. I said, you know, maybe, like, one of you go on and we'll go on a second time because during the preview you can just go on again. But I will say that what I told them – was what Nicole and I experienced was there's this scene, and this isn't meant to be a spoiler, but I'm bringing it up for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. There's a scene towards the end of the attraction where Remy is on top of a, I think either a a champagne bottle probably, because he has like a fork in it and he's trying to pop open the cork of the champagne bottle. And I told him, I was like, listen, there's there's a scene toward the end of the attraction where you know it's coming because Remy is up on the bottle like kind of teasing you about popping the the cork on this champagne bottle. Yeah. And it's it's such a tease that you'll like have more than up. enough time to cover the baby's ears because it's yeah. a po- it's a loud popping sound. Because Nicole like doesn't loud lot loud mm. doesn't like loud sounds like that. So mm-hmm. what we remember from our first time was how like uh the agony she was experiencing waiting for them to pop open the cork because it was like six seconds oh, of him like toying yeah. with is this gonna pop or not. So on this um, time we went, there was no tease. It just like he popped, he sat oh. on the thing and popped it open. So we were like, what? So at the end of the ride, I was like, guys, please don't think I'm nuts. I swear that I'm not. It was definitely a longer um, huh. teasing of it. So now we're thinking there must be like different lengths different of yeah. that show element for based on, you know, because the next thing that you do basically is is exit the attraction, right? Yeah. So you do a little bit of, there's a, sh- a closing scene and then you, you're in the o- unloading area. So they must have different huh. lengths okay. or something. So like, huh. Which makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah. I bet you, I bet you they got smart and they figured out that's how they make the rides go quicker. If their lines are long, they have like a shorter version. Yeah. Or if the unloading area is backed up, you don't like feel right. it as a guest right. because now you're in a room for, even if it's eight yeah. seconds longer, I'm sure it's computerized, right? Like they Very know deep. what's going We're like, on. This is like our, this is our version of. Disney conspiracy theories. <laughs> like, I bet they did that. They knew Nicole hates those things and they were like going to stick it to her. I wouldn't put it past them. It just seems smart. Like when you think about it, you're like, oh, that's actually pretty smart to like think yeah. of it that way. So I'm sure that's what it is. Who knows? I don't know. I'll ask Zach Ridley the next time I see him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zach, listen, I have a question. About Zach, this. listen, give um, it to me straight. So let's stay in Epcot for a few minutes because I got to go to the new creations shop. Yes. And, uh, you know, this is the shop that replaced Mouse Gear. So Mouse mm-hmm. Gear temporarily set up shop over, like, that weird section over there, um, basically across the street in Epcot. But now uh, Creation Shop is open. It's occupying the space that used to be occupied by Mouse Gear. Mm-hmm. And you may not know this, but Mouse Gear used to be two floors. So, like, you could oh. go upstairs and Mouse Gear. Okay. So the up- the upstairs wasn't open to guests as of late, but, um, like, this, the ceiling was still kind of low, let's say, because of that, because there was a second floor. So now Creations Shop is big and open. Like you can see the actual ceiling of the building. Um, it's very well lit. A lot of natural light. A lot of colors and stuff. Like all the sections are brightly labeled and whatnot. It's it's not mouse gear in the sense that it doesn't have that like, I guess like 90s theming. Yeah. You know how mouse yeah. gear was like that time of Disney where like everything was like 
super cartoony basically Mm -hmm. it's it's not that it's certainly more more modern modern. and i like it you know i think it's nice in there definitely a lot of colors and stuff they have a few of those stations where if you're doing the purchasing through the app so you know you can scan items on your phone using the my disney experience app and check out you just have to go to the designated um like mobile checkout area where they just kind of verify everything in your cart um scan it and you're good to go there were a couple of them in there um, otherwise, it's the regular like lines, you know, for the for the registers. But definitely, when you're in the creation shop, look around. There are a lot of things up on the walls, designated like art and stuff. It's is a lot, so make sure you're 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 looking around for that kind of stuff. Yeah. And remember, at the end of the day, if you're unhappy with this version of the gift shop, please remind yourself. Look in the mirror if you need to. It's a gift shop. It's not right. an attraction. It's not something you're paying for. It is a space to do your shopping, and the air conditioning was wonderful in there. Nice. So just it's uh, new. <laughs> yes, it's brand new. It's got a new smell, and they have so much Epcot stuff, which, yeah. Greg, duh, right? But what I'm saying is that, like, just a lot of Epcot themed, like that Spaceship mm-hmm. Earth pattern that you're used to, like, on the right. outside of the Spaceship Earth building, a lot of that stuff. So if you love Epcot, Creation Shop is your place to go. Yes. We also did Club Cool, mm-hmm. and spoiler one of the sodas tastes like straight up barbecue meat. I don't know how else to say it, guys. It's gross, but I'm going to insist that you try it. It's the one from China. It's wild. So just try it out. And um, the royal one from the Philippines tasted like a watermelon Jolly Rancher. Those are my two takeaways from that. I feel like I remember there being one that tasted like that before in the old Club Cool, but they fancied it up, I'm sure. It came back. It, I believe it's a returning favorite. The cast member, when we were checking in, because there's kind of a, they have like the ropes set up for a line because they're anticipating, but it wasn't busy because it was like noon, I think, when we went. Yeah. And um, she was like, have you been to Club Cool before? I said, well, not this version. She's like, well, don't worry. We brought Beverly back. And I was like, I bet. I'm sure everyone wanted to make sure Beverly came back. She said, otherwise, there are some new flavors, new setup. And just so you know, for the current climate... They are um, allowing you into the Club Cool space, and then you wait to go to be assigned a station to stand at so that you're not kind of crowding. Okay. So it's basically one family at a time um, at the station. Otherwise, you're kind of like going in and out of each other. They're trying to like, you know, because obviously you have to lower your mask to Mm -hmm. drink the soda. Yep. So they're trying to keep it um, as as safe as possible there at Club Cool. Nice. Well, I am excited to see the new part of this. And then you went to Liberty Tree, and I want to hear about this. Yes. And then I have and then I have a question about something too with the with oh. the reservation stuff cuz I don't know. Well, tell me now. Okay, so I didn't know about this but we learned about this and apparently it's not new, but I'm like other people have to like not know about this, but they have a walk-up list option now in the app for dining. So we had a friend that was like we went to Disney for one day. Um he said he was like I've literally tried like multiple times a day for the past like month to try to get a reservation for Ohana and couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So he was like, do you know anything about this join up walk up list? And we're like, no, like just try it out and see what happens. So it, it seems like you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it seems like you can join the list, but you have to be within like the vicinity. So you have to be close by so that you can just go if they get your table. So that's what yes. they did. He was like, we're just going to go. We're going to see if this works or whatever. And he said like, as soon as they got close, um, when they were on the list, like it was like your table's ready. So yeah. he tried for weeks and weeks, couldn't get a reservation. So I, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't understand like how it works because I'm like, if you can't get a reservation and they're full, then how do they do the walk up list? You know what I mean? Like, do yeah. They... Well, think of it this way. So sometimes guests show up with fewer members of their party than they had anticipated. So if they were 
a reservation for six and they showed up with four, they can they can fit in a four top now instead of a, a six or an eight. So another table or like, cancellations or if they were a yeah. four but now there's only two, you know, so they it's like a big flux of who can sit where kind of a I thing. Know, I know it's like a big deal, you know, like, hey, they always say like try 24 hours in advance because that's when people have to cancel. cancel so yeah. like things open up. So he was just like, I kept trying and I kept trying, but we're just going to try this and it worked. So I don't know. I just wanted to like make sure everybody knew about that because I can't be the only one and suggest that. Yes. Have no fear. Chances are. Now, I did look at it today because I was like, let me just see what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And it did say I picked like Monday, I guess, for the day. And it said like the walk up list was full. So I guess they do have like a cap on how many people can join that. But yes, it just depends. I would say it, it might be saying it's full because it's you're too early to join yeah. it, if that makes yeah. sense. There may be only like one default, like no message. And that might right. be that. Yeah. But right now, if you were to anyone listening to this, if you pop on the app and just like check to see if you check like dining availability, you'd be able to see um, the walk up stuff. Or like if you just go to the map and see what's what it'll when the restaurant shows up, it'll say join the walk up if okay. it's not full and it, yeah. it, it might be full. I have a feeling it'll be better, um, more successful in resorts versus parks because a lot mm-hmm. more people, a lot more foot traffic in parks yes. than there are resorts, right? Yeah. So yeah, if you haven't gotten that Ohana reservation at the Polynesian, mm-hmm. see if you can join the walk-up list. You never know, right? There's some Disney magic out there. Yep. But we had a, a regular advanced dining reservation for Liberty Tree Tavern over in Magic Kingdom. And I went uh, with our friends Cody and Bailey. And um, it was my first time at Liberty Tree Tavern, so I was excited to go. And, you know, it's it's straight up Liberty Liberty Square in there, I will say. Yeah. So the theming is basically <laughs> the same as Columbia Harbor House, right? Like it's that same colonial theming on the inside. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's just that's the theming. Mm-hmm. So if you're wondering what it's like, it's not super Disney in there. But that's usually how it is for table service restaurants in right. the parks. Like they're Very themed to the land that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that an immediate downside, and this is not something that's unique to Disney restaurants, but for sure something that happens at Disney restaurants is... Obviously, they are trying to accommodate as many guests as possible. So sometimes the tables are like close mm-hmm. to one another. And this yeah. is not a COVID um, statement here. This is just a regular like I prefer to have a dining experience where I'm not like jammed up next to people. Yeah. And we were in like a, a corner of the restaurant kind of where like, you know, there was like a lot of people in there. So you don't get that like open relaxed vibe it's like more of a quick service where they're just jamming people in there so just know that at least where we were sitting as an example like for an alternative or an opposite to that the grand floridian cafe at the grand floridian like i just think of that as like this nice open restaurant or even if you are sitting next to it's still like the way that it's set up it's i felt like i was in a basement maybe that's the best way to put it do you feel like it's where like somebody's so close to you that I mean, if you were just to look at them, like you could be in full on conversation with them, yes. like, and not even now, have to raise your voice. We happened, yeah, we happened to get a table that could probably fit eight, but it was just three of us. Okay. So, no, where we were sitting at that exact table, no, but other tables I was looking at, yeah. you could for sure have strike up conversations and it wouldn't be weird because, well, it'd <laughs> be weird. You're sitting next to them. But yeah. you're sitting next. You could share plates if you wanted to. So, it's like where you're in that there's a booth side, and when you try to get out, you have a hard time because your butt's basically grazing the person next to you because there's just yes. no room to get up. Yes. I hate that. I'm like, I'm I did sorry, get that impression, really yeah. And it's awkward because you're like, well, do I show you my crotch or do I show you my butt? Like, what? I mean, yeah, do you want my you crotch choose? in your face or my butt in your face? <laughs> like, just awkward. <laughs> I hate it. You got to spin the wheel. What am I going to give them? I'm going to give them my crotch or my butt. You slide down under. So basically your head's just the floating head as you like crawl yes. under the table. It's that part too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like. So, you know, um, that that was an initial thing that I felt. But let's talk about the food because obviously you're there okay. to eat, right? You're, mm-hmm. you you spent some time in the park. You're ready to sit down. It's an all-you-care-to-enjoy 
dining experience. You're like, what's excuse that like? me, Sarah, I'm loving this outfit, but let's talk about food. Yes. <laughs> I'm loving the bonnet look. I don't know. The knickers. It's great. It's great. But tell me so about uh, first, first course is the salad and rolls and, and butter. I decided to skip the salad only because I had a big salad for lunch. So I didn't want to eat even more salad. Um, so I can't talk to you too much about that, but I will tell you the rolls and the butter, uh, left a little to be desired, let's say, because it was just regular rolls and butter, man. Don't plop down a stick of Walmart Uh-oh. brand butter on the table and tell me I'm getting my money's worth. I have immediate beef with this course of the meal because Yikes. maybe I'm spoiled. You um, You're the spoiled. brown, the brown derby has the Himalayan salt or whatever the heck it is. Mm-hmm. Um, butter, which basically is putting salt on top of butter, but it's already something different, right? Right. The Grand Floridian Cafe that I just mentioned has uh, like a sweet butter there. They either have really good bread... Right, they either have like a really good bread or a like a butter that goes with it. And doesn't Harbor House Spruce have like up. isn't Harbor House like your favorite rolls or something? No, the um the boathouse. The boathouse. So like the boathouse is a great example yeah. of where they have the sweet, like they have the honey on it. Like just I'm aware yeah. that it's not make putting honey on top of bread doesn't make it gourmet, but it makes it something stand it out, it right? It's different. <laughs> yeah. So this was a straight up just plain roll with just plain butter. And obviously I still ate one because I love bread and butter is my <laughs> jam, right? That go to restaurants to eat bread and butter. And you may remember there was a time when they were taking bread and butter away as part of the meal. It not I don't know if if that's still in flux, but it's still included in this. Now meal. they're gonna charge you. They're like it's three fifty now per roll. Basically, yes, <laughs> yeah. Every 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 pat of butter is fifty cents. That's how I judge my Mexican restaurants. I'm like, I'm sorry, but if you don't have free chips and salsa, I'm like, nope, too I'm bougie out. for me. We're not. Yeah. I'm not doing this again. Sorry, if I have to pay for it, there's no way. Mm-mm, not coming back. Yeah, yeah. So like, okay. So let's move on. The next the next course is the main course. So they have the pork, turkey, and a pot roast. I did not partake in the pot roast. This is not my thing. I don't like it. I loaded up on the turkey and pork, and I'll, it was delicious. It was really good. Okay. Now, how do you kind of get turkey wrong, right? Like you throw yeah. it in an oven and it cooks itself. But um, it was it was moist, right? Sorry, I know people don't Ugh. like that word. It was not dry. It was a juicy turkey. Okay. And um, juicy. I liked it. It was the the flavor was excellent. I really like. I actually truly liked it. Good. The macaroni and cheese for me was just okay. It's not as creamy as I like it. Basically, if I don't get immediate diarrhea from it, the macaroni <laughs> and cheese wasn't good. Like it needs to be super if it, creamy. If it's not like oozing on your, if it's not like oozing out, you like the more like oozy creamy, not the yeah. like where it's a block and you can actually like it. It could take yeah. a shape, mac and cheese. If I don't question my life choices by eating too much of that macaroni and cheese, then it's not good. That's really where I'm at. You're you like, know? that's what I'm paying for, okay? If I don't yes. need to run to a bathroom as soon as I leave here, then I, I have paid for nothing. <laughs> yeah, if I don't eat it while I'm sitting on the toilet just to cut out the middleman, then it's <laughs> not I'm worth not it to me. If I'm not sneaking this little dish of mac and cheese into the bathroom <laughs> with me. <laughs> that's where I'm at. And dipping my roll in it and dipping my plain, plain <laughs> yes. roll in it. Come on. Honestly, that's where I'm at. So it was just okay. But again, the the main the main entrees here, the meats of the meal were really good. Um, but dreamers of all ages, the <laughs> ultimate part of this meal is the dessert, the ooey gooey toffee cake. I've heard people talk about it. I've watched people eat it on YouTube videos. I know we've had the Magic Dads on before. They've talked about this, how much they like it so much. I am here to tell you mm-hmm. that the ooey gooey toffee cake topped with ice cream. So obviously, if you have some yeah. type of allergy that precludes you sorry but um it is easily a top three dessert for me for all of walt disney world and i've only had it the once and i know that it'll stand the test of time it is so freaking delicious would you put it over ohana's bread pudding okay 
That's exactly what Nicole asked me. And I will tell you, number one dessert, we should probably do an episode on this, but number one dessert in all of Walt Disney World for me will always be, and it's not peanut butter pie, that's a snack item. Overall dessert is the seven layer cake at the top of the World Lounge, which currently isn't operating, right? Fine. But But, for the the little people, (laughs) you can't get to the top of the lounge. For the common folk. Yes. Um, for the for the ple- plebeians, plebeians, for the for the common <laughs> folk, um, number two could be that's the question. Right? Is my number two Ooh. the ooey gooey toffee cake or the bread or the pudding, pudding out of Hana? And I'm here to tell you, because more often than not, I'm I am craving something with like a chocolatey flavor. Yeah. I have to go with the ooey gooey toffee cake because it does Ooh, have a chocolate syrup and some chocolate on it. Okay. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to try here's this the ASAP. Thing. I was with, as I mentioned, our uh, friends Cody and Bailey, and they got their own separate desserts. You are able to order different desserts that aren't included with it, and they got a brownie and the warm apple pie. Fine. Um, I got. I decided to go classic here. I wanted to get the full Liberty Tree Tavern experience. I got yeah. the ooey gooey coffee, uh, toffee cake, to- toffee cake. The coffee and cake. No, it's, but it's a toffee it's, cake. <laughs> it's a toffee. It's some toffee cake, guys. Mm-hmm. It's got chocolate on so, it. So, <laughs> it's a lot. I could have eaten six pounds of it. It was. Mm. I can't say enough good things about it. And I am so grateful that I got it and I have that experience. Excellent. Highly Did recommended. Did that not the upset dip- your stomach? <laughs> well, I went kind of like light so I can go ham on okay. the dessert. Um, but, you know. But I, didn't, but I didn't have ham in my meal. I had turkey. Just well, Correct. Actually, you turkey did, you did have pork. pork. You had pork, whatever. Well, uh, same it's animal, same. different same. part of it. Um, can't recommend it enough. Last but certainly not least, among the things I've done since the last time we all spoke, we spent some time with the Mouselet. So if you're following them on Instagram, of course, you've heard us talk about them before. We've had them on a few times. You mm-hmm. know that they had a trip to Disney. And I want to talk about their trip and some of the questions they were answering on their Instagram about their trip as well. So here they are. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for hey, having me. Welcome, Mouselet. Yes. yes. Um, I will repeat my joke from earlier that I said, look what the cat dragged in. And Greg pointed out that they are the Mouselets. <laughs> and it was really a no pun intended moment. But whatever. I do what I want. Yes. So welcome, it's ladies. it's even funnier the second time. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Thank you for fake laughing. I appreciate them all. <laughs> It's like we trained them. So listen, I know that you've talked a little bit about your trip, your most recent trip to the parks. And I want to dig a little deeper into some of the things you were talking about on your Instagram. But I think maybe the most important thing, because I feel like you probably got a lot of questions about this, but you stayed at a deluxe villa resort. Was it your first time staying at what we consider a deluxe villa resort? Yes. First time in villa. Only second time ever. I guess we stayed at the boardwalk once for one night before this. Okay. So... Is it really hard to stay somewhere one night? Because I feel like it would be super hard to stay somewhere just for one night. It's like you get just enough taste and they're like, okay, now you got to leave. Yeah. You think they're like value first. So that helped a little bit. Like, you know, the upgrade, like going to the value from that would have been tough. But one night was not ideal. Not enough. Because <laughs> you're there. Yeah. Like you unpack a little bit and then immediately you have to pack and leave. Mm-hmm. Yes, because you're not even there for 24 hours, because typically check-in is either at 3 or Mm 4, depending, and check-out is usually 11, so it's less than 24 hours. And Greg, I feel like you've done that a lot, so I'm always like, I don't know how y'all do that. I think that I would just be like, nope, that's not enough time. It's got to be at least two days. Well, the difference for me is that, you know, I'm local, so it's a little less, it's like a 25-minute drive to the resort, right? So it's not a whole time investment. And sometimes we're doing it because we're taking a little Miss Reba, our dog, with us, and we're just kind of making it like a thing. But you're right. I I feel like two nights is the minimum number of nights. Mm-hmm. And um, you guys stayed at Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa, which we'll get to in a minute. But you stayed somewhere else as well. So I know you guys like to move around quite a bit on your trips. And you sometimes do like friendly neighbor hotels and stuff. So where did you stay first on your trip? 
It was just like a local Fairfield Marriott. Um, mm. No, not glamorous, but it was good neighbor. Okay. It was um, good neighbor. Okay. Yeah, but no perks came with it because there's no fast passes. But it was just what we needed. Okay. And we yeah. rented a car as well. I was gonna ask because I know a lot of times people ask about that and the pros and cons, and I think we've talked about that before. Um, about the pros and cons, but I've been someone who has usually rented a car and we were traveling down here on vacation and Beth, since you drive here, you have your car yeah, yeah. and I love the freedom Recommend of it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you probably feel the same way, the ability to drive to the park instead of potentially having to wait for a bus, yeah. um, with possible exception of magic kingdom. Cause it's still, it's still like a lot. Even if you drive, you still have to hop on a boat or a monorail to get to the park. Yeah. We definitely prefer having the car, la- not this trip, but the previous trip when we left Hollywood studios. We were like, oh, yeah, we're going to, whatever. I don't even remember what we were going to take. So we we're going to take the boat, and the line was really long, and then we were going to walk, and we didn't want to. And so we are going to Uber. Yeah. We just Uber, yeah. from Hollywood Studios. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I bet. People Uber a lot, though. You're not alone. I, I hear that a lot. So let's fast forward a little bit to your stay at Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa, a resort that's near and dear to my heart, and, and most of us know why. So you stay there in, in an interesting way, and that was by renting points through a Disney Vacation Club point rental company or a website, DVC Rentals, and that, that's at DVC Rentals. Not a sponsor. They may have they may have hosted your trip, but they're not a sponsor of this podcast. But I want to mention because people will ask. Yeah, I don't even know how the normal point thing works. So the whole, yes. then you can rent points out from someone else who has it. I'm like, yeah, my I, I don't understand any of it. So I'm still <laughs> over my eyes glass over and I'm like, what? I don't get yeah. that. So let's let's talk a little bit about that first because I'm sure people are curious because normally when we mention the idea that it's a little, you know, there's an, an opportunity to save a little bit of money when you're staying at a deluxe villa resort, people tend to like three years per cup, right? So I'm sure they want to know a little bit about that. So if you're wondering about how websites like David's DVC Rental work or any type of DVC renting points thing is usually you just don't really have to do a whole lot of work. You actually wind up telling them where you want to stay. And then uh, they they usually get in contact with the member, and you're you're winding up using their points. But I know some of the questions that you got asked. I want to dig a little deeper in. What are some of the perks of of renting points? And you're not necessarily treated like a DVC member, but you are the guest of a deluxe resort, and with that comes some perks. So upcoming is the early entry into the park, since it's still an on-site um, resort. And then once Disney implements the evening magic hours or whatever they're calling them, right? Um, that's just for deluxe and deluxe villas resorts. So if you happen to rent points, you'll be staying at a deluxe villa resort because all DVC resorts. I feel like now I'm an advertisement for staying at a deluxe. <laughs> resort. That's not what I'm trying to do. It's just there's a lot of information surrounding it. So what was your experience like renting points? It was really good. I mean, one other perk was um, we didn't have to pay for overnight parking because DVC members don't, um, and we had the rental car, so Ooh. that was just convenient because deluxe overnight parking can be a little bit expensive. Yeah, and it was so nice. I mean. Like we said, we've only stayed at the boardwalk one night before this, just because we don't really want to pay deluxe prices generally. And so this was a very good deal compared to what like the rack room rate for this was. We got to be in the sort of like studio villa room. It was so nice. We had a really good view. It was, we loved it. Yeah. Good. Okay. Let's talk about your room then. So you happen to be in the Congress Park section of Saratoga Springs Resort. And for the record, I know that because I was there. It'd be weird if I just like knew what section you guys were in. I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't outside in the bushes. That was me. Yes. Are those binoculars? Yeah. What? Um, but what's awesome about that section is the view. So tell us a little bit about your view and, and why it's so cool. 
Yeah, we were facing like Disney Springs and whatever waterway is in front of it. Unfortunately, we almost never go to Disney Springs, so we don't know what that water is called. <laughs> but we could see like the balloon and the circus tent, okay. um, like the paddlefish boat thing mm -hmm. on the water, whatever that is. It was yes. so yeah. pretty. And we watched like the, sunrise, the sunrise and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was so pretty. Nice. That happens to be a really nice spot at night. I haven't been there for sunrise, but I've seen sunset there quite a bit. And you're right, with the balloon there, the Cirque du Soleil tent in the background, like, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Wait, so did you already say what, what floor you were on? Were you on a second floor? We yeah. were on the second floor, yeah. Okay. And um, our room was, like, at the corner, so our ba we, our balcony, like, looked out to the, we could see forward, but then also look out to the left through one of those little, like, oval, oval windows. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. like, we got sort of okay. a full panoramic view of the water. It was so pretty. Nice. So awesome. By cool. the way, that is the Sasagula River that you're talking about over the oh, Sasagula from your yes. episodes. You guys talked yes, about it on the Port Orleans one. Yes, from the Port Orleans. Yeah, because it yeah. connects that area all the way over. And what's oh nice gosh. about Saratoga Springs is you could walk over to Disney Springs, and the walkway starts or really is over at the Congress Park section, the one that you're in. And um, you were in a studio villa, and not to get like too deep into the woods here on what villas are at DVC resorts, but the studio villa is like the closest thing to a, a standard room, so to speak, right? It's got the regular bed, the the pull down bed. Did you try out that bed? The one, so it's like it's the bed. Murphy bed that's <laughs> in the wall. Okay, how was it? It was really comfortable, actually. I mean, I can pretty much sleep on anything. Like I prefer to sleep on a pull out couch alone rather than share a bed with her usually. Um, so I'm not picky, <laughs> but. Um, that's a superpower to me. I'm like, and people who can sleep anywhere, I'm like, that's your superpower. Right. Because I wish yeah. I had that superpower. But it was really comfortable. And it had like nice little lights and a cute little mural. Um, it pretty much felt like the regular bed. Yeah, it felt like a regular bed compared to the pull-out sofas, which are like clearly not. Right. Yes. Yeah. If, yeah. if there's one thing I could say, the differences between the bed that you guys were talking about where it folds up into the wall and it just comes down is that it doesn't have like those weird like bars and springs bars, that I'm used to yes. and like a pullout sofa. Yes, because it's just a mattress on a flat surface basically. It's like a, it's its own kind of box spring set up there. It's actually quite comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, it sounds like you liked your stay at Saratoga Springs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. We're... Did you get to, did you get to eat anything while you were there? I was just going to say, we ate at... Paddock pool. The pad yeah, the paddock pool grill thing. Which we we had actually planned to go to Disney Springs that night. It was getting late. We spent an hour with the baby chipmunk that was yeah. abandoned by its mom. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. So oh wait, gosh. how did wait wait how did that end? I don't know if I remember what? how that ended. So it ended for anyone who didn't see. We came across a little baby chipmunk that had fallen out of its nest. The mom was carrying the other baby up the tree, so we backed away, and she just was like screaming from the tree and never never got it. His eyes were closed when he was breathing. We stood there for like an hour. I called the cast members. Nobody came. Um, but so eventually we looked up what to do, picked him up with a towel and put him in the little box under the tree he fell from. And they said if he wasn't taken by dusk, he was orphaned. But when we returned, the box was gone. So either the cast member came okay. or a custodial person. Or the squirrel was gone and they found an empty box and just tossed it. We had gone back to the room and like yeah. gotten out Kleenex box and warmed up a washcloth and put it in. And it was, it was a big ordeal. You yeah. guys, you guys are like every little girl's dream. It's like every little girl in us is like, okay, this is what we have to do. Literally. Um, I would be, I would be completely traumatized. I'd be like, and I'm traumatized now for life. I can't go on. Um, I need something else to distract me. So I'm, we're going to say it was gone, and so it, its mother came and got it. It's That's what we're going to say. It, yeah. Yes, exactly. And the reason it was in the middle of the path, so we thought someone was going to step on it. 
I guess that explains why I saw shreds of chipmunk all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your right mouth, there. Greg. Oh my God, Shut don't your scar mouth. her. Don't scar her. <laughs> so you had uh, a meal over at the paddock grill thingy. Yes, and we were like pleasantly surprised. I don't know. I was expecting just sort of some like, you know, random meh pool food, but we actually all were really happy with what we got. Yeah. Okay. What did you get? Give us the, the rundown. I got the fish tacos, um, which is a bold choice for me, but they don't really, yes. <laughs> um, they didn't have really any vegetarian friendly. I'm a pescatarian. So that was like, that was pretty okay. much my option, but it was good. Yeah. And then you're like, you know what I want at the poolside of Disney? <laughs> Some fish. <laughs> yeah. They actually keep the fish in a little section of, they keep it in the hot tub to yeah, keep it warm for you. They just scoop it out and put it in your tacos. I will give you that you're in Florida, but that's pretty much all I'm going to give you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got me and Mouse at Sea split a salad and a burger. I thought the burger was going to be like mediocre. So I was like, oh, we'll just have the salad and then we can have a little bit of the burger to like look yeah. up. But the burger actually ended up being really good. I like wish that we had gotten two burgers. Okay. I good to know. Disney's, was Disney's it... surprising with the burgers. They have pretty good burgers, I feel like. Yeah, it was good. It hasn't always been that way, though. I think I feel like they've upped their game somehow. I don't know. What are they putting in those burgers? I, I know. Find out. <laughs> it's definitely, uh, it's Florida, so it's bad. So um, <sighs> the paddock is an area of the resort that has obviously villas, and then it has its own little pool with the kids play a place. It's separate from, like, say, the, the feature pool area. Mm-hmm. Um, which is typically a little bit more crowded, which I think is what you experienced when you when you had checked yes, in the yeah. resort that the feature pool with the zero end, the zero what do they call that the zero gravity entrance whatever, uh, the 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 walkway <laughs> into the pool. Zero gravity entrance. What is that even? What look is it? Like? What am I trying to say? Confused. You know what I'm talking about. Just like you're like no stairs. Yes, there's oh, a okay. there's a, a word for it. Well, you like don't a have scale, to go, but it's anyway, like a scaling. Okay. It's like a scaling. ramp. I don't know. No right. one knows what I'm it's talking about. Anyway, it's a ramp. <laughs> yes. It's a, an aquatic Zero ramp gravity. It's not zero <laughs> gravity. Actually, it's a space pool. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Thank you so much. Oh it's the gosh. new Space 220 restaurant. Yes. Um. Anyway, the feature pool there is near near the lobby, and there's an arcade and stuff over there. Did you happen to be in the main pool area, by the way, when the characters were up on the ledge? No. Nope. Sadly, no. We, it was yeah, thunder, so the pool closed, so we fled, and then... Yeah. Fled. Yeah. <laughs> fled. Just ran for the hills. We ran yeah. screaming. <laughs> we did do laundry. You do, as, you know, the most exciting element in anyone's vacation, laundry, laundry. so I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned uh, when you were talking about it that laundry is a complimentary service, let's say, while you're there. You do have to, it's BYOD, bring your own detergent. The D in that is detergent. And, um, yeah, that's just part of it because a lot of the villas there at Saratoga, since it's an all-Disney Vacation Club resort, have in-unit washer and dryer, except for the studios, which is where you were staying. Mm. Thus, they offer laundry for guests because most of them have it on their own, and if not, you get to do it. So it's nice that we were talking about that, Beth and I, in previous episodes, about how it's actually great to be able to do laundry while on vacation. For two reasons, I feel like I can pack less clothes, and two, sometimes you get to go home with clean clothes, which is, Mm -hmm. like, great. That's what we did, yeah. Yeah. Or you wash all your sweaty, gross stuff from the week. Yes. (laughs) Keep that room smelling fresh and not stanky. (laughs) And the um, the rooms at Saratoga were recently refurbished. It was kind of like a year plus project. So the room you're in was still like I'm going to say new at this point, yeah. and uh, so nice and fresh. So overall, it sounds like you enjoyed your time at Saratoga. Yeah. Um, who would you recommend that resort for? Families, non-families, people who want a quiet environment. What what do you think is like the ideal vacationer there at Saratoga? We said that. So we actually have like a Marriott timeshare off property we have since we were little. And we said okay. Saratoga reminded us a lot of that compared to like oh. 
other Disney resorts, it reminded us a lot of the timeshare, more relaxed vibe. Like you'd spend time there walking around. There's not as many visitors like the Poly or, you know, Grand Floridian Contemporary is like constant in and out traffic of people just like stopping in and the monorail. This is definitely like further away, less visitors, just like a very relaxed environment. But I still think it would be good for kids. Like the pools were really fun and there was a lot of stuff to do um, that we didn't even try. But yeah, I'd say like maybe maybe more of the in the introverted family or family yeah. older kids if you want to like relax if you're if you want your Disney yeah. kids to be a little more relaxing a little less hubbub yeah a little less hubbub is what <laughs> hubbub. i think that's it says a, on the disney website. Yeah. that is a good yeah word, and hubbub. all of the all of the sections have a pool their own separate sometimes referred to as like a quiet pool but they they all have little kid play places in it which is interesting they're all horse themed so i know we haven't gotten to our resort rundown on saratoga but it's known for its racetrack and blah blah blah, blah, blah. so there's a lot of a horse related theme. Wow, Greg, that. spoiler alert. Spoiler, guys. We're a little far away because Saratoga opened up in uh, 2004, and I think we're only up yeah. to like 1992 in our resort. Oh, so I didn't we're getting, we're getting you're there. going in opening order. That now makes sense. Yes. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. We're getting there. We're slowly we're getting there. All right. So if we could dig a little deeper into um, some of the other things that you experienced on your trip. And I made a couple of notes at some of the things. One thing I, I like about your Instagram account is you often will post, like, what are some questions y'all have about our trips? And you go through and answer them, which is great. You sometimes ignore mine, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I think I had asked, how do I become an honorary mouse? Lead? I'm still waiting for my invitation. But um, let's go through a few things here that I thought were wild. You guys don't wear sunglasses? No. No, someone. <laughs> what? And someone asked that question, and we got many DMs of, like, being shocked. <laughs> I own one pair of sunglasses that's like very old and she says I look like I'm blind when I wear them um they give me a headache I blue blockers for me it's like because of I'm wearing glasses obviously I have to I like can't I did just get my first pair of prescription sunglasses but I haven't worn them yet yeah okay cool are they just the (laughs) clip-ons no yeah please they're like from CVS you know just like (laughs) pop them right on so fetch I love it so much. I actually had like the ones that popped on but flipped up. Like I that was me in, in, high, in middle yeah. school. Our set, dad has was, those. That's so. what he wears like right now. <laughs> she just made fun of you in a roundabout way and it's great. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, yes. my dad has those. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So now it's creep now it's even even it's even creepier that you want to be a mouselet now because you're just like her dad. So does he pop those sunglasses on before or after he hikes up his cargo shorts with the new his all white New Balance sneakers on? Um, the other day I was driving to work and I forgot my sunglasses at home and I thought I was gonna expire there on the road being blinded by the sun. So I just I read that and I was like, How? when you're a vampire, you need sunglasses. So that's what happens. Yeah, I have to have them. Honestly though, too, um, my eyes are very sensitive to the sun. Like apparently, when you have lighter color eyes, you're just more sensitive to it. So that could be another part of it too. I don't know. I have very light blue eyes, but sunglasses just give me, like, a worse headache. I think it's because I'm looking through, like, Mm. an imperfect lens. We're not, like, a sunglass family. I can't remember my mom ever wearing sunglasses. (laughs) And, like, my dad only wears those when he's driving and he has to. We're about about to get a new hashtag. (laughs) New hashtags. Hashtag sunglass family. Hashtag not a sunglass family. I feel like I've never declared myself as a sunglass person or not. Apparently we we need to. to. Yes. And someone had asked on your trip, and this is probably more an overall question, and they, I don't know, it's an interesting pairing, but they had asked, what is your favorite ride and your favorite meal? And I thought it was interesting. You said your favorite attraction, whether it was this trip or in general, was Splash Mountain. Yes. Yep. 
I that has been my favorite attraction since I was a young child, far before understanding any of the history of it. And I still love yeah. it because I love like the music for nostalgic reasons. Um, yeah. I love the length of the ride. That's like a big thing. Yes. I think it's always fun to like re-ride. It feels a little bit different and the length is really good. I am excited for the Princess and the Frog one, but okay. obviously bummed my favorite ride is going away. But Yeah, I was going to ask <laughs> yeah, you what your it's... thoughts were then about the new stuff coming, but who knows? Yeah. Do we know? Because we don't know when they're starting that, do we? Do we know when they're uh, starting? 2043. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, it's, it's tricky because I'm with you. I remember Splash Mountain as a kid. I remember being a long line, a long line. Well, yes, I remember being a long, <laughs> That's true. I remember being a long ride Very as long well. Line. And one of my favorite things about that attraction is when um, my sister was younger, I would convince her that every drop that was approaching was the drop. <laughs> so she would get freaked out every single time. And then eventually, like, she caught on. And then I wouldn't say anything. And then that was yeah. the big drop. Yeah. Though obviously you kind of know because like you're being seriously lifted, right? Yeah. Like it's not like a little lift, like it's the big lift. Yeah. And you can see the you can see the daylight coming through, but she not so bright, right? She doesn't <laughs> catch on as a kid. Um, but I'm with you. So like I I, lo I love it the way it is, or at least the the ride itself, not so much the movie it represents, but the mm -hmm. the the ride in and of itself I think is is fun. So I'm I'm looking forward to what's new too. But I will be a little bit bummed about the music leaving yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. I'm also a little peeved because. Um, We've talked about this many times on the podcast, but I really think they should have done a Pocahontas theme because it would have fit perfectly mm -hmm. in with Frontierland, and I'm still a little mad about that, but it's okay. We just know that <laughs> Disney listens to this, and we're like, I'm, I'm coming for you, Disney. <laughs> yes, all the Imagineering teams. They listen to this on their Friday morning meetings. This is what they play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, And then the other part of that question was your favorite quick service, and what was your answer to that? If, do you remember? Uh, probably the Moroccan quick service. Yes. Yes. Mm. That is what you said. I've never eaten there. What did yeah. you, well, what do you normally get? Bummer because they changed it. So um, <laughs> I think like Disney took over that pavilion, whether that's temporary or not, I'm not super clear, but, um, what I would get would be the vegetarian platter. It's mm -hmm. amazing. I love Moroccan okay. food. Um, but currently not being offered. So. The Morocco Pavilion is interesting for me because it's one that I love walking through. I just never partake in any of the food. It's so bizarre. Like, I don't really stop to eat. I just walk through the back. They're like, you don't really and, look uh, like you want to eat food here. <laughs> yes. Is it spicy? <laughs> Sometimes. I mean, I just pretend mm -hmm. I'm in Agrabah, and I miss mm -hmm. now the phallic wall that's back there, for those of us that remember what that, what yeah. that was. Mm. Um, R.I.P. Something else from your trip that I thought was interesting, and this is uh, specifically for Mount Slit 2, who expressed, let's say, um, I don't know how to describe it, so I'll let you describe it, but your third wheel quite a bit when you go with <laughs> Mouselet 1 and Mouselet C, <laughs> and you posted the TikTok about like what it's like going through Disney, always riding by yourself, and I think it's a real deal because there are odd number families out there, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And often, like if I'm in a group of three, I usually will volunteer to go alone because typically like it's just nicer to let people sit together. Um, so I just, out of curiosity, what is it actually like always having to sit alone when you're third wheel? So we've been on now two trips with Mouse at Sea and the three of us. Um, the first trip, they, I rode every single ride alone and it didn't really <laughs> bother me except Toy Story Mania. We did, I think three or four times. And like one of those times I would have enjoyed <laughs> riding with someone cause you can unlock all those hidden things. Yes. Um, and I did yeah. sort of make a hint at it. She didn't catch on. I told her after. <laughs> and then I think she tapped out of like pity with me two times. Typically, luckily, Mouselet C is really like good about letting us kind of do our Mouselet's thing too. Um, yeah. Could be worse, but also could be better. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say on the second trip, since she did mention it, I was being very cognizant. And I actually never thought about there aren't actually that many two person like rides. There were so many like small world dinosaur and stuff where you're just sort of in yeah. a row. 
because I was trying yeah. to be very cognizant on the two-person ride to make sure yes. I was splitting it evenly. Well, there are some, like, Haunted Mansion is essentially a two-person. Yeah. Like, I think they might squeeze three in, especially if it's, like, two and a we kid. We did not try to squeeze. But, like, I've good. seen people okay. our age do Big Thunder Mountain as three. Yes. And, and I don't, And I don't understand yeah. Yeah. how they could fit. No. I don't, it we don't the two sense. of us. I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's not they fun. Like I mean, if you know the person, right? Like, typically, obviously, if you're, if you're traveling with someone, you know them. But, like, I don't want to be up on you while, yeah, while I'm on the ride. Like, I, it's nice to have a little bit of space. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. I've seen three go on, like, the seas with Nemo and friends, yeah. too. Like, the clamshell. Mm, yeah. Maybe even under the under the sea, you know, in Magic with... Kingdom. Yeah. So, yeah, there are quite a few where you can where you can fit three or more, which is which is nice. I just thought it was so funny because I've, I've been there quite a few <laughs> times. And honestly, like, you just kind of make the most of it. Yep, yep. But then there's rides like Space Mountain where you have to sit separately anyway, so it's yeah. like fit right in. And then, it, then when you're right. three of you, you all three get in the same photo, which is nice, nice, right, for that particular yeah. attraction. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I feel like uh, Space Mountain is where it's actually awkward if there's four of you because it's like, well, yes. you're going to be by yeah. yourself. Sorry. Because <laughs> yeah. one is, like, in the back and... Yeah, well, they yeah. get the spillover. Yeah. yeah. So um, speaking of Mouse, let's see. I know he's not there to represent himself. So I guess you can say whatever you want about <laughs> him. Um, I, what I like um, about hearing from him, or at least hearing um, through you guys from him, is he's still like new-ish to, to Disney World, right? So um, I'm kind of curious if he... Ex- <clears throat> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Whoa. Greg, are you, st- are you still in there? <laughs> I, he was like, I'm kind of curious. <laughs> Curious if he mentioned anything to you about like what his takeaway was from the trip or anything he particularly liked on this most recent trip of yours. Every time I'm like, "What's your favorite park?" He's like, "It depends on what you want." I'm like, class- <laughs> depends on your mood. He's like, like "This one." Know. What's your favorite yeah. restaurant? This one. <laughs> I will say his like favorite ride has is Flight of Passage, and both okay. trips like it's been what we've started with. When I went with his family as well, he loves, loves, loves that one. And he, I think, really appreciates, like, the atmosphere of it, considering that he'd never been before. I feel like a lot of what some of us appreciate about the atmosphere is you've been going a long time. It's like, you know it, you care about the details. I think he does a good job of appreciating that. We caught him looking for hidden Mickeys in the Frozen queue. Yeah. He's being trained well. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So um, I want to back up a little bit because part of your your stay at Saratoga involved you checking out some of the other model rooms there. So what's nice about Saratoga Springs is the Disney Vacation Club Preview Center is there and you're able to see some of the other models. Like there's a Copper Creek model there and a Riviera model there. But you can also um, look at the Grand Villa of Saratoga Springs, which is beautiful and has two floors. Mm -hmm. And you're able to go over and get the Treehouse Villa tour as well. Now... Uh, Beth, I don't know if you know this. The Mouselets kind of got a VIP tour experience because I was able to take them around. What? I can't, I can't offer that to everybody. But, how long, how um, long do you get in these things? Because I'm like, how long does it take for you to pretend like this is your room? You're like, this is so great. Let me just show you. I just, need to take this thing. <laughs> I'd maybe like pull the bed, uh, like pull the bed out a little bit, like pull the covers over and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to make my bed this morning. <laughs> make it look real, guys. Make it look real. Yes. So, uh, curious to hear your thoughts on the Grand Villa, and I know we haven't, again, we haven't done a resort rundown on Saratoga, but a Grand Villa is a three-bedroom villa there. I know we talked about the Grand Villa at Old Key West, our previous episode. All of the DVC resorts have a Grand Villa, so same kind of concept there. Same thing as Old Key West, it's two floors, which is awesome. And then also the Treehouse Villas, what were your, what were your thoughts? Yeah, we were, I couldn't believe the Grand Villa was two floors. I, like, didn't even know that that was a thing. Mm -hmm. It was so pretty, and we thought the 
the Disney details that are so subtle, but all there mm-hmm. was so nice. It was crazy. I would love yes. to stay there with like a huge family. What do you think of Treehouse? I the Treehouse villas are something I've like learned about because they have a cool kind of a cool history. Um, and I didn't really know what to expect, and they're they're very interesting. It takes a very specific. We were saying it like a very specific type of person to stay there. Um, yeah. But it's really, it feels like, kind of like you're camping, but it is like kind of a deluxe accommodation. It was super interesting and probably somewhere we would never stay. So I really enjoyed seeing it and it's yeah, a yeah. cool concept. It's so. kind of like you're camping in Vermont and it has nothing to do with Saratoga Springs. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, it's almost like Saratoga Springs Resort just absorbed that land because it yeah. really isn't a Saratoga Springs Resort, so to speak, right? The rooms look nothing like the interior of yeah. the Saratoga Springs Resort rooms. And it's a bit of glamping, right? Because you're you're in a treehouse that's lifted up off the ground, hmm. and um, it's not floating. Maybe that's a zero gravity. Zero gravity they should really increase their technology there, <laughs> and have a zero zero gravity treehouse villa. And, and you're right; it's a specific like kind of vibe there. Because as we were walking around, it's like okay, um, like the master bedroom is awesome. Obviously, it's got it's got the full bed and the full bathroom and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's one room that has two bunk beds in it, and they're the same bunk beds that you get in the cabins at Fort Wilderness, where oh, okay. they're basically they're junior short. size beds because I'm not a tall dude, but like they're a little too short for me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm bougie. I'm sure I told you <laughs> while we were there, I bring a mattress topper while I'm there because I like a little bit softer of a bed. Listen, um, this doesn't happen on its own, right? I need some beauty rest while I'm while I'm staying over. For that one night. One night. For the one night. He's really hoping that it's zero gravity, but it's not, so he's got to bring it. <laughs> But it's it's still really cool in there, and it's it's cool because the um the master bedroom and well most of the rooms have these big like floor to ceiling windows, so when you wake up in the morning, you get like this nice woods view, mm-hmm. and it's really cool. And um, uh, anyone listening to this right now, as you're listening to this right now, just know it doesn't cost anything if you want to go check out the villa. This is not an advertisement, but if you are able to get over to Saratoga Springs Resort, um, you can just ask and they'll take you over in either a golf cart or a van over to the Trios Villas or walk you over to the Grand Villa and you can get a free tour. It's not like they're going to harass you to become a member of Disney Vacation Club. Um, it really is just an open house. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool and something we probably never would have done. So yeah. yeah, and I love that when you're looking at the Riviera room, even the hallway was Riviera. It was just like funny to me. Mm-hmm. It was just like you're yeah. literally transported into a little segment of Riviera. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Or if you want a tour, you can just call Greg at 525-613-3429. I wish if I could tour everybody, I would. But there are plenty of talented cast members there that are willing and able to give you a tour as well. So um, I know that you stayed at Saratoga this trip. But I feel like no matter what, the swan and the dolphin winds up in your stories, in your TikTok (laughs) and stuff. And I don't know a lot of people who stay there a lot. Do you guys stay there a lot? Like, Why do you love the swan and the dolphin so much? Well... The reason we really like it is the price, I would say. It's like the location okay. is amazing, feels deluxe, um, doesn't feel that Disney, but it's really good. It's like priced like what, a value or moderate? Yeah. Like when we, yeah. the first time, the very first time I stayed, I went down like a night or two before she was getting there. And so I didn't, I didn't want, we were renting a car later. I didn't want to have to rent a car early. And it was so, it was literally like barely more expensive than Pop. So I was like, oh, well, okay. I'll give this a try. And now every time we've gone, it's like been the same price as other places that we could stay and it's better i mean if we could choose between that and like the poly yeah yeah. but considering (laughs) that we don't really stay deluxe and want to pay that it's the grounds are so nice they have so many pools really great amenities it's a really nice room also our dad is like a huge marriott fan or whatever and you can get and use marriott points and for us to be able to stay on the boardwalk 
for that price is like amazing. The plus yeah. there's transportation. You can walk to Epcot, take a boat or walk to Hollywood studios or Skyliner if you wanted to do that. But the major downside is they don't have Disney transportation anymore. So it's mirrors right. buses that run kind of not ideal times to magic kingdom and animal kingdom. So we would walk to Yacht cover boardwalk to use their buses. Yeah. Yeah. And question, when you say it's Swan and Dolphin and you're headed to Magic Kingdom, does the Mirrors bus bring you to TTC yeah. or they bring you yeah. up to the... Okay, so, that's good to know. They changed it, yeah. Yeah, so we would walk to Yacht Club or Boardwalk to use their bus yeah. for Magic Kingdom. And then I took the Animal Kingdom bus. Yeah, but it was fine. the buses stopped running, like, I think 45 minutes after park closed, which if we did, like, a late reservation one night, and so we, like, missed... Yeah, that's not long enough. Yeah, we, like, missed the last Animal Kingdom bus, so we had to Uber back mm. from there as well. So that's the one thing, but... Interesting. You're saving a lot of money staying there compared to, you know, where you're yeah. getting at other places. So, and if you didn't catch on, it is not owned and operated by Disney. It is mm -hmm. owned and operated by Marriott. They're in the process of building their third over there. Are you going to be looking to stay over there when that thing opens up? Honestly, we've never. <laughs> They're like no. <laughs> we've never even stayed at the Swan. We just like always stay okay. at Dolphin. Dolphin is generally like slightly cheaper. I said that would okay. Dolphin is like a little bit more like party scene. Swan seems a little more chill, but um, she prefers the Dolphin. So. Yeah. And they also have a gym, which is great. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Dolphin's those hotels, to me, they just look like they belong in Vegas. Like, I just feel like they're ho hotels you would see in Vegas, like off the strip. I see that. Very I nice. will say they actually have a really cool backstory, which I do recommend reading about because I read about it the first I feel time like I did, there. I, Have we not talked about this before? I feel like we talked about this with you guys before. Maybe About their backstory, but maybe not. We talked a little bit about the Swan, more specifically the Dolphin on top oh, like of the, the Dolphin Vic. Resort because right. we were okay. doing, like, I forget what the topic was, but yeah. it came up. Okay. And uh, we did talk yeah. a little bit about about the history, so yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll. I mean, that'll be yeah. included in our uh, resort rundown once we get yeah. there. It made me appreciate um, them more and feel like more Disney vibes towards them yeah. after okay. reading and learning about it. Okay. Gotcha. So if we could switch gears for a moment here, because you have quite a following on the TikTok, and the I don't know how you do it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of work. You guys are constantly churning out content there and over on your Instagram account, both at the Mouselets if anyone uh, wants to follow. But I'm just so curious what it's like always putting out content. And I guess maybe like the thing that I'm always interested in is how do you deal with the less than nice or flattering <laughs> comments that you get, mm -hmm. um, which I know happen because this is what happens. And I'll give everyone a little background here. I will often see a negative comment and I will go to respond to these people and then around myself, you know what? This is literally not going to change anyone's opinion. I'm just <laughs> yeah. going to not say anything. And it's always on your account because like we're friends, right? So like, mm -hmm. I want to like come in to the, to the <laughs> rescue. And I have to remind myself like, no, don't engage. I read the Bob Iger book and he was always like, one of the points he made in that was basically like, there's really no reason to stoop down to their level and, and mm -hmm. engage on those types of conversations. Yeah. So I often don't with a possible exception of the more recent one where you talked about the guy who, um, I think like lied about a leg injury to have a scooter. <laughs> yes. And you pinned it. So thank you. So like, that was like a, a moderate version of what I really wanted to say to, to that, <laughs> to that person who posted that. But I just would like to hear from your perspective, what that life is like. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, TikTok, because of the creator fund, it like logically makes sense to try to do one video a day at least. Um, like, yeah. That's kind of how the creator fund is like maximized the most. Um, so sometimes we post a lot of facts and stuff. People really respond to the tips. They're a little mm -hmm. harder to like put into a concise video. Um, and then sometimes I'll do like an occasional trend if it just like, is it something quick to do and or it's fun, whatever. Yes. Um, or do a stitch if it's easy. But 
I wish I followed Bob Iger's advice a little bit more about these <laughs> comments. She, I, so I'm like, stop. Oh, I will say though, I she runs TikTok more than I do. And she'll be like, okay. someone's being so mean to me. And I'm like, stop, just let it go. And then someone's mean to me. And I'm like, you know, yeah. flipping out about <laughs> it. Like, yeah. We have. My favorite is when people take those types of comments and they literally, they'll like just post them to their stories. It's yeah. just like, yeah. look how, because they look like idiots, right? Because you're yes. like, you're being yeah. really mean. So I'm just going to post it to my story and let everybody see like what a, sorry, but what a you are. I mean, <laughs> that's my favorite. I'm, I like live for it. I'm right. A, like you're just being, being an idiot. Crazy. So yeah. I feel like that's always a good defense. It's just like, you have so many people that support you and follow you. It's like, look at this person. Cool. Cool. Do you feel better about yourself? Cool. We'll, we'll highlight you in our story just for that. <laughs> right. Sadly, like, you know, get a thousand comments and get one that's like, you're ugly for yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm like, like uh, oh, I'm ugly. That's not right. even constructive. I can't change that. Yes. I mean. Right. Yeah. You know, you get some <laughs> nice ones and you're like, oh, that, you know, okay. And then you yeah, literally yeah, one no. mean one. I'm just like, oh, oh my God. Yes. And that's how our brains work, right? We, we remember the one bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I feel like they I said know. something really specific about the way one of you looks. And I wish I could remember what it was. I don't remember if it was like your nose, nose or something. It was my nose. <laughs> the thing is, so way to bring it up, Greg. This guy commented something brutal about her nose, and I and I saw it, and I deleted the comment, and then he did yeah. it again. And I deleted and then a, it. A uh, couple hours later, I I messaged her, and I'm like, because he he kept making basically new accounts to come back. And oh my god! Yeah. I, I don't understand like, how people have look, that much time. Right? I was like, look what this person said about my nose, and I'm like, meanwhile, I knew he was doing it. And I was deleting them. Um, yeah. but yeah, so like we have comment filters on a lot on TikTok. I have like very obscure i have the word actually blocked because anytime someone actually <laughs> actually you're wrong on your tip today so this is really how it is yeah that's really smart if i want to but i'm yeah i don't want any know-it-alls trying to correct me yeah. um but like that guy wasn't like it was hard to you know block him eventually he stopped we blocked him and all new accounts created but you're like i'm gonna block the word nose no <laughs> to add that to my right oh my gosh ridiculous i get that though i mean not the nose part but like the like the actually people because just like with you you're doing some tips and stuff you're working with the the best material often you can find and sometimes yeah. the material that you might use or we use when we do like anything that involves history is it is possible at some point what we're getting is not 100 percent correct information but it's as best like you know i can't right. interview every single person that's worked at disney to find out right. if it's true or not yeah. it's gonna have to go with it so, like, hearing your tips and stuff, I would never think, like, oh, well, this is wrong. Even if I was like, oh, that's not what I've heard before, I would never comment to be like, yeah. guys, you're totally right. wrong. Like, it's, it's so crazy Or people would be I like, know. this is a terrible tip. I already knew this. And it's like, okay, well, then. <laughs> you're like, yes. well, there's you're a million You're in the middle, I guess. Right. right. Well, we this have, like, millions of other followers, so. <laughs> yeah, I saw someone blow up about you suggesting that they use a, a locker. locker. And, like, okay, then don't use a locker. <laughs> Lockers are great if, like, for me, the reason, like, a time of year that I would love a locker when I'm there is like March, April, where it's cold in the morning and then by the middle of the afternoon, it's hot. Yeah. So I'm often going to the park with like jackets and stuff on and then I'm holding them the rest of the day. And it's like, how dare you, Greg? In, like, how dare you suggest that anyone use a They're locker? They're like, you guys so, are like, bringing way too much stuff. It's like, well, in order to get you guys this content, we have to change the yeah. outfits <laughs> and have camera stuff. So sorry. I think it's helpful. They're there for a reason. And, you know, at parks like Universal Studios and stuff, some of the attractions, yeah. they, they kind of like make you put they yourself in a locker. You. Disney's mm -hmm. not that way. Yeah. So the lockers aren't as like prevalent, right? They're not, they're not all over the park. They're up t usually towards the front of the park. 
But like, if you want a locker, get a locker. That's what I say. Yeah. Guys, call me crazy. <laughs> call me ultra liberal. If you want a locker, <laughs> get a locker. <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of snowflakes out there. Anyways, AKA trolls. But whatever. We digress. <laughs> yes. So if I could ask you one final question as we wrap up uh, our chat here, you guys come down to, to, to Disney quite a bit. And what's something that you're looking forward to on your next trip? Like what, what is something that keeps you coming to Disney? Every trip, we have a little thing that we do like one new thing a day, whether how like small or big it is. Um, so like not this past trip, but before we did Liberty Tree Tavern for the first time. Oh, like, yeah. Sana Dude, wait, foods. time out. Sana how great. freaking delicious. Was the no back to Liberty oh, Tree Liberty Tavern Tree the ooey gooey toffee? It was cake. so good. Oh so my good. god! Was, I had to smoke a cigarette after. <laughs> Guys, that was the best dessert I've had in such a long time. Amazing. We I loved Liberty Tree. Like we'd never been. We'd always been like, eh, I don't know. I loved it. It's so. it's yeah. a heavy meal. It's a heavy meal. Oh, I'm yeah. lactose intolerant. I ate that ooey gooey. Oh my god. But, it was great. The key, the key to all you care, all you care to enjoy meals for me is to pop a chewable Pepto or off-brand Target brand that I had. Every like for me, it's like every second plate is when I'll do that, and then I because I, I can't eat a lot of food, so that's how I get. There. Yeah, that's my, that's my pro. Put that pro tip in one of your TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> well, People then like roast this for it probably. Yes. Um, they'll be like, oh, my cousin, my cousin's husband's sister has acid reflux. How dare you? Exactly. Yeah. Someone I know, yeah. It's like <laughs> someone's start. cousin's friend had Pepto-Bismol uh, and they have a, they have a reaction and now they're impotent. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. Listen, yep. um, mm-hmm. all right. So it sounds like you're, I think we're, we're similar in that sense because it's a little bit different since I'm a local. But before that, coming down each trip, I, we, uh, my wife Nicole and I always made sure we were trying to do something different. Mm-hmm. It could be as small as kind of diving deeper into one of the World Showcase mm-hmm. um, pavilions in Epcot because like sometimes you feel like you've done it, but like really going back there and spending some time yeah. So it sounds like you're on that kind of thing, same thing too, trying out a new restaurant, trying something new. new Even food something item. as small as like, yeah, watching the fireworks from a different location mm-hmm. is something yeah. kind of small, but definitely yeah. a different experience. Yeah. Especially at, at Yeah, night or night. like riding rides that you've never ridden at night, which are like a little yes. bit different at night. We'll do something like that. Yeah. Anything really. Yeah. 50th, yeah. we right. want to do the new Club Cool. Um, oh, yeah. I did that today. I'm as a matter of fact, I was up in up in Club Pool. Club Pool. What? Greg, Greg's over <laughs> there. Like, pool. I already did that. So, <laughs> it just so happens that I wasn't going to do it today. I was actually exiting the creation shop, <laughs> and I ran into some friends. Uh, shout out to JT and Mariah, and uh, they were online to do Club Cool. So I just snuck, I snuck in line with them, and then I yeah. uh, got to do that, and it was all up on the Beverly for a little bit. And uh, one of them tastes like liquid. Meat. I've heard yeah, I saw so that. I was like, all to try that. one is worse than the Beverly, and I've all heard it's yes. just not like bad like the Beverly, like bad in a whole different sense. It's just it's but it's barbecue sauce. It's and then vomit. um there's one that tastes like a watermelon jelly rancher, which is pretty interesting. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, we can't, but anyway, we can't wait for that. enough about my, my club cool experience. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us and yeah, spending uh, always quite a some good time, time talking about your recent trip and general Disney stuff. Yeah, thank you. Of course, um, if you want to follow the Mouselets, they are on TikTok and Instagram, both at the Mouselets. And of course, as you know, by listening to our show, um, they have a website too, themouselets.com for all kind of fun stuff. Um, which we're about to mention you in a moment when we do our history. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll act like we weren't just talking to you for a little yes. bit. But seriously, thanks for hanging out and uh, talking Disney stuff with us. Thank you. All right, we've got some new news nugs. I'll jump in with my first one. Are you ready? 
Yeah. Get excited because the Candlelight Processional is back at Disney. It's returning this holiday season. It will start November 26th for the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, and then it will end on December 30th. So they will be bringing that back. The co- uh, the choir will be entirely made up of vaccinated cast members. I guess they have to throw that in there, right? Um, they'll have musicians and narrators, and they will n- they will not be bringing in different community groups and schools. So this will all be cast member done, and then whoever they invite in, but it, they won't be inviting in groups like they have in the past. I'm assuming Neil yeah. Patrick Harris will be back because I feel like it's not the he's same if there, he's right? not doing one. Um, but yeah, so it will or be maybe back. Whoopi, so that's, maybe Whoopi will be there, be or Jody Benson as a repeat a repeat. Always. Narrator. Oh, I saw that you uh, ran into Andy. I meant to ask you about that, oh, too. Speaking of Jody yes. Benson. <laughs> Speaking of Jody Benson, her close personal friend, Andy, Andy. from uh, our cast member chat where he talked to, talked to us about his time over at Flame Tree Barbecue. He is now over at Festival of the Lion King. Here's okay. a news nugget. Andy is over at Festival of the Lion King wow. and uh, driving Breaking the train for news. the Rafiki Planet Watch. <laughs> nice. Okay, so, cool. uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's living his best life over there. He's having a great time. I have two contemporary-related news Ooh. nugs for everybody. So... Um, we know that the wave over at the Contemporary has closed. They've been serving breakfast um, over at California Grill with the wave menu. But um, Disney announced that officially the Steakhouse 71 restaurant is opening on October 1st. And your boy got some reservations because I have nice. to have my avocado toast. I know they're serving it at, at the California Grill. I just haven't been able to get up there. So um, I actually have lunch and breakfast reservations for the day. I'm, I'm gonna, i got to figure out if I could either do both or at least one. Okay. depending on uh, i have some family in town i'm trying to finagle all of that but nice. i will say that the prices seem to be in line with what they were when it was the wave and i'm excited about it okay. and of course they're calling it steakhouse 71 71 being when you know Nin- the rest the resort opened and when everything all started and i'm going on opening day so it'll be the 50th day of the resort obviously wow. of Dis- of disney in general so i'm excited to uh celebrate over at Steakhouse 71. Steakhouse 71 sounds like Heinz 7, not Heinz, Heinz 59. Heinz 57, yeah. Heinz 57. Why did I say Heinz 59? (laughs) Because it uh, rhymes. Anyways, um, the last news nug that I have is the Finding Nemo musical. So I think there were some rumors kind of swirling around that they might actually be nixing this whole thing. And then they were like, just kidding, everyone. Uh, The classic version will not return, but they are going to have an updated version of it in 2022. So it's coming back to Animal Kingdom. And yep. a new story, they'll have new story material, but they said it will still feature songs like In the Big Blue World and <laughs> Go With the Flow, which I can't yes. remember how that song goes because it's been that long since I've seen the show. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so they'll bring back a couple of favorites. I'm sure it'll still be the weird people and puppets, but it's really good. <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah. Um, I, we were curious because we were like having conversation about, well, what are they going to do if they close this down? So I like that, you know, I'm glad that they were like, hey, we're not closing it down. We're just going to reimagine it. Yes. And the story behind the story here for me, like the, the real uh, icing on this cake, was a certain um, website that provides you Walt Disney World news, and they provide that news today. Mm. Um, had to issue an apology <laughs> about how their facts were incorrect ah. about how it was closing, and I wanted to do cartwheels. I don't know if they posted another website, but I saw the tweet, and it was things like that that make me really happy on the inside because yeah. they're pretty Rumor much the worst. Rumor control, okay. everyone. Rumor control. Yes. So um, I said I had two things at the contemporary. The other news nug was... They are offering celebration at the top, 50th flavors and fireworks at Disney's Contemporary Resort. What? So we mentioned, I know you were joking about um, yeah, the, the common folk here. Yeah. This is not a common folk activity. This is not even, this is not for me. It's not for most people I know. But just okay. if you're wondering some of the finer things, if you want to celebrate Disney's 50th atop Disney's Contemporary, you can do that with this new option. 
they are calling it a high energy cocktail party high with energy. food, drinks, music. Maybe it's Gatsby themed. I don't know. I made that up. But um, since it is a signature dining experience, they are uh, enforcing the, the dressy attire, right? So signature dining. Okay. You just got to wear your basically pants. This is and like a your shirt fancy New Year's Eve party, essentially, is what it is. Yes. Do you remember that? The one at Riviera that was like $300, some like ridiculous oh, price yeah. or something? They're like always. Anyway, like this that. is Everybody a little knows. a little lower, but you do get a special viewing area for Disney Enchantment. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's going to be around the time when the fire, that fireworks show is starting. After the fireworks, you'll be treated to desserts along with coffee and cordials. The price is $129 plus tax per person. Okay. That price does include alcohol, so just know Ooh, that it's, it's basically an open bar. I would. I'm not gonna lie. I would, I would probably pay for that because I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'll be like, well, but, the whole, but is the whole night gonna be? That I don't know. <laughs> that I can't can't like, confirm. What kind of I'll fancy? To, if, if it's 1920s fancy, then I am there. But you know, if it's look like you know a bunch of like EDM, I don't know if I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I would say, hey, if you're going to this and um, you want to chat about it with us, let us know yeah. and uh, we'll reach out. Reach out to us, and I'm curious to get a first person perspective. I want to see from all this. the pictures. All the pictures. Well, we talked to them earlier, but now we get to do some Disney history, as always, in partnership with the Mouse Lids. Head over to their website to see what cool merchandise they've got going on there. And the Mouse Lids. All right, what's uh, what's some Disney history for us? Some Disney history. I'm taking us back to 1991, and this was Disney World's 20th anniversary surprise celebration parade. They actually kicked it off this uh, this week down Main Street, USA. Um, it says that the 20th anniversary would officially start October 1st, obviously, but I guess they started it this week. So, you know, 1991. And here we are, 30 years later, which makes me feel really old. <laughs> but... Oh, yeah. when you say it like that, it's like, I oh know. my goodness. I know, it's like, gosh, that was 30 years ago? Oh, man, yeah, it makes sense, because that was six. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 you're <laughs> old. So uh, I'll take us back to pretty much the year that we were, like, you know, almost born, right? Yeah. We were, like, one at this point. 1986, when NBC aired a special for Captain EO Grand Opening, hosted by Patrick Duffy, who I feel like the only... Play, the only uh, thing I know him from is uh, Step by Step, not from Twin Peaks, which is like I think where right. he came into the spotlight. But anyway, it was a 60-minute program that aired uh, that highlighted both Disneyland and Disney World. And it's interesting to me because that was a time when like we did that kind of thing, right? That yeah. there were actual televised events to talk about the grand opening of an attraction. Now, granted, this was Captain Neo, which of course starred Michael Jackson, so right. he was a celebrity, a and that was kind of a bigger deal. And um, I don't think we're getting a telecast, a 60-minute broadcast telecast for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe they haven't announced it yet. <laughs> Who knows? But that was, uh, yeah, 35 years ago. Crazy times. All right. And with that, we're going to wrap it up here. If you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also leave us a review over on iTunes. really helps us just to be able uh, for others to find us more easily. So we appreciate that. You can follow us along as well on the Instagrams and the TikToks at That Park Life Podcast. My personal Instagram is at the Beth McDonald. And I am at the Disney Greg. I just realized I said it weird too, like the Beth McDonald or the Beth McDonald, whichever one you want to say. Uh, if you also <laughs> want to submit a request for an episode or share a magical cast member moment, um, that we could potentially share in the show, please head over to our website. And that is thatparklifepodcast.com. 
and you can submit a magic gram there as well where we send some fun Disney things to your loved ones um, especially those who can't get to the park so you can do that over there it's free for everyone uh, we just love sharing the magic all right a quote from big hero six quote the only limit is your imagination Ooh, in the big blue world <laughs> all right with that thanks for hanging out with us today uh, and as we caught up on our two weeks worth of stuff yes. to talk about and we'll see you all next week for our walt disney world 50th anniversary extravaganza <laughs> all right bye everyone <laughs>